podcast has changed my life. Dad, it's lovely to meet you. Yes, nice to be back. Come on, sit down, tuck in. This is not funny! She said, um, she was like, Cashman was right about the flirting thing. Oh, really? She goes, it's crazy to tell someone you've got a partner that early on. And I agree yeah. that it's, but that's not what I'm saying. Uh, my point was that flirting can also take the form of a vibe or like the interaction you give to someone. I think that is inarguably true. Mm. Definitely. It doesn't have to have the winking and the other things that the I said it did. And the, hey, good looking. I think the thing that we didn't cover there is like the context really matters. Like, which we kind of said at the end, I think. Obviously, if it's someone who's your friend or whatever, then it's not flirting. If it's like, in my case, at a pub, a girl that I don't know, mm. and then you go from, like, meeting, and it's like a bunch of your friends there, this is a friend of a friend, say, and then, yeah, you spent two hours talking to them, then obviously that would be, like, flirty. That's even, flirty behaviour, yes. Even if you're not doing any winking or touching or, you know, all the things, obviously, yeah. then that, yeah. but, like... 20 minutes, 10 minutes, you know, yeah, with no vibe. Like I think my, men, my thing was more like, say you had a partner and you wanted to cheat on your partner. Yeah. You're in a conversation. You wouldn't bring up that you had a partner. Sure. Whereas, like, I feel but like you right might now, bring up um, an accusation against someone on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. As a way to cover what your plans are. Totally. To make it look oh, like your good. priorities are in the right place that by accusing so a friend. Of something that you even that you plan to do. No, it comes I'm, from within you. No, 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 not mm. at all. Just I'm just saying I'm reverse engineering my point. Yes. So if you're in a relationship, yeah, and you want to cheat, yeah, you wouldn't bring up your partner. Well, okay, so that I've never cheated before. I've never cheated either. I feel like that is. That's that's what I'd have assumed. What you're saying, but you're saying maybe not. You'd be like, hey, I reckon I'm... you hear about some of these, particularly like when we're talking older guys, like married men that cheat. Oh, I feel like then you hear about girls who know they're married and are with them with they're married, and then they're like, oh my god, is he going to leave the wife? Yeah. Blah, blah. I reckon sometimes they're up front. They're like, look, I've got a wife at home. They do a a big spiel about how they're not satisfied in their marriage, they're not happy. and oh my god, you're so beautiful, and maybe they've got some money at this stage. They this, person's younger they take them out on the town or whatever but i feel like sometimes the it might be disclosed up front but maybe that's a bit of a different arrangement to what you're talking about you're, well, you're talking about we're in a pub you just run into someone at a pub is that what you were talking about i think it yeah, was. yeah in terms of flirting mm. but i would say if you but if you you know you're not flirty i would say like 50 if someone talks to me for 20 minutes mm. like 50 percent of my <laughs> they stories, better want to fuck me no, I'm just saying, like, all my stories, I spend so much time with my girlfriend. We live together. So I feel yes. like half my stories are going to probably yeah, wind back okay. to her at some point. Interesting. So I feel like it would come up organically anyway. Yeah, Unless fair enough. you were, like, I would say trying to get something on, you wouldn't mention them. Okay. I think definitely, and this is a difficult thing to prove, so it's almost meaningless. Yeah. But, no, it's important to maybe remember for yourself that if you find yourself in a conversation where you go to mention your partner... But yeah. you deliberately don't yeah, yeah, and yeah. you find yourself catch Dude. yourself, well, then that's a sign that you're doing something that maybe you that's shouldn't That's a be. bad sign. Definitely. That's a real bad sign. Well, that's kind of like getting to now like emotional cheating or whatever, where it's difficult oh. to... I remember that was a much bigger issue in high school. Emotional cheating? 
Yeah, but you're not familiar with emotional. Treatment. I know what emotional, but why was it an issue? Nothing matters in high school. <laughs> no, it was more. If you were emotional, I would argue that if you're married and you're emotionally yeah. cheating with someone else, that's a way bigger deal than in high school to your girlfriend that you're going to be with for another month. Totally. I just haven't in my adult life um, been around people who are emotionally cheating. I didn't haven't heard about it much, but mm. in high school I did hear about it, and people denied that it was a thing. Well, gaslighting. Well, it was just like, oh, I'm just chatting, blah blah blah. But like, yeah, again, I think the test is: Are you? Getting titillation out of this, you know what's happening in your fucking brain and your you body. You like it, yeah. But then you could, no, you can't prove that. So the person being accused could just be like, "I don't like, it. I don't feel anything." But yeah, it's, it's like, not emotional. I can see in your eyes, you're yeah. you're enjoying the power and the sex and the, you, you know. One of my friends, his um, he had like someone, one of his mates just cheated on their partner, right? But he, but um, he's claimed it was just emotional that they didn't have sex <laughs> for okay. a year. He was having an emotionally. Emotional oh. relationship with it, but they've broken up now. Because I think that's of it. a bit well, it, even worse, isn't it? Well, I think that's where it's ended up. Yeah. What, what well, would you prefer? Up. Sex. I just want to know someone's getting it on. No, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> I meant, would you prefer your girlfriend to do? Is that what? But did you think I meant, what would you prefer? You're like, sex every yeah, time. Yeah, so I would take I the would sex. If I want I the sexual gratification. Yes, please. I yeah. love sex. Orgasms are simply Are you fantastic. offering? Do you know anyone offering? <laughs> no, I still think I would prefer her, her to cheat. Like with physically, sex. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think a, a year of emotional, like, an, an <laughs> that's like fucking Jesus Christ. I would be like, what the hell? Like, because yeah. if she's just horny and she has sex mm. with someone, like, you know, that's fine. Mm. Well, it's not fine. It's not ideal because we're Certainly in a monogamous, not ideal. We're not. We're not it's in an open relationship. Some would argue it's, it is a betrayal. Well, if you're not in a, if you are in a monogamous relationship, then it's a betrayal of trust. It is a betrayal of trust. But I think more it, forgivable. More, more understandable. Totally, because it's like at the end of the day we do just have these annoying urges mm. and is like the relationship that is kind of the most common that we all do, this kind of one-on-one thing, is mm. that normal anyway? But I don't know if that's mm. normal. So maybe she I is. mean, these are the justifications that come out after cheating. No. People start talking about <laughs> penguins and animals. And, they you quote know. that book, Sapiens, <laughs> a lot. Yeah. You've got to do some reading after cheating, you know. Some that's people go for the flowers, some people go straight seller. to Dimmicks. <laughs> Dude, because it's just, just like a Bible for why, mm-hmm. you know, we can't be reined in. Mm-hmm. You but can quote it in the fight after. Same thing with, like, alt-righty guys, like, very into kind of basic bitch biology, yeah. I feel like. Yeah. Know, cavemen times. Yeah, Let's yeah, talk yeah, about yeah, cavemen yeah. and lizard brains. And that's and why like women earn thirty percent less than men because of the cave. I've read it in Sapiens. <laughs> exactly. It's just all the way to, to justify having an urge, and because of course we have urges, but we then all have urges. We have other thoughts which can kind of curb those urges, and you have self control and stuff. Mm. It's like, no, that's the urge. That's biology. Now I have to act on it. End of but story. that's why emotionally cheating. I don't think there was a chapter on that mm. in Sapiens, and that is the humanizing thing that well, makes they didn't, us human. Didn't have text messages. No, they weren't. So they couldn't do sneaky. They didn't have the private WhatsApp group, no. the, the secret chat that just disappears after you message. And even if they did, they didn't have language. So, oh man, cavemen would have loved How did voice they communicate? memos. Surely they had some language. <laughs> they would have had grunting. I feel like, the, and that yeah. then turned into speech. Yeah. Did it? So, like, different things would mean different things. I mean, I have no idea. Like, the Indian, but you know, the Indian head wobble, how that means a bunch of different things. Sure. But you can't, unless you're in the culture, you can't really understand. Mm-hmm. Even though I had a crack when I was in India, but everyone was like, that's not right. But often it can mean yes, no, I'm unsure. I'll yeah, I thought late. it meant, like, I'm on the fence, kind of like, uh. Yeah, but it can also just mean yes. 
well, that's confusing. Yeah, but it's more about how they do it or the, mm. the context of when they do it. And maybe it's similar to in Australia, you know, we have lots of um, kind of shorthand slang mm-hmm. that I think, you know, traditionally Australians are, qu- are quite proud of and we're proud of how I'm maybe proud. other... P- well, I mean, this is... When I say this, it's like ads on TV are proud of this. I feel like it's a bit of a... Totally. I'm going to say basic bitch again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the stereotype is that we're very proud of it and how uh, we're proud of how, like, difficult it would be for foreigners to understand. Like, an American oh, yeah, wouldn't yeah. understand. Oh, it's yeah. Like, mate, Barbie, <laughs> the carby. That's what we call a carbonara, a carby. A you, know carby. When, you know when people try to do that? They're like, mm. this is how you all talk. And it's like, no, it's not. Like, well, there I are some words. On, on, like, TV shows, they'll be like... Because sometimes I'm, I think I'm thinking of like quizzes. They'll get like someone from England and they'll be like, and they'll say an Aussie sentence and they'll be like, decipher that. Like, can you explain what that even means, British person? And then some of it, I'm like, do we say carb? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, is that the, one? No. <laughs> it's like, you're just making up. Like, that was maybe on Urban Dictionary. But it's yeah. not like, it's cheating to just. To make it up. It's like, yeah, well, it's all, it is all false. I mean, I, we do say g'day too much. I say g'day. I say g'day and I say the word heaps, especially when I'm overseas. I say heaps in a sentence to mean like... You say heaps, heaps. How much would you like? And I'll say heaps and people are like, what? But that's not even slang. That doesn't that's have just the... a different use of the word. Can I ask you about ocherisms? Because I'm well, not I a very... T- I've been waiting, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a very ocher guy. Neither are you really. No. But I feel like... Oh, maybe. Oh, nah, not, not really. But I, when, when I say this, I mean those little sayings and those little um, words... Uh, and I, I wish I could even think of um, some. Like she'll be right. No, but like str- stripe Stri- up the creek there, you know, oh, like the little phrase, like the That's rugby a, union player that yeah, always had a new one. Yeah, totally. Who actually had like a PR and a copyright. Oh, of them all for him. Yeah, exactly. He's <laughs> like everyone else is looking at X's and O's. He's like reading his little script yeah, yeah, for yeah, all yeah, the game. I hope I score a try because then I can say strip up like a taipan up the bloody rooster. <laughs> Everyone's like, he's, a, he's just a bloody great Australian, just a he's normal a bloke. It's like, what are you talking about? He's, he's doing studying. <laughs> He's reciting a monologue to do a soliloquy after the game. Exactly. Written by a PR girl who's oh like God. 19 on Urban Dictionary. But dude, he, that's a, it did so well for him. I'd love to read, I hope he comes clean one day about mm. his strategy, writes a book on how to cultivate a public image. Like, it would be awesome. It was genius. Oh, totally. He did a bunch of reality shows, made some cash, and it was never a good football player. And, oh, yeah, was he not even top tier? Didn't even play for the Wallabies. Yeah. Not didn't, like, it's hard to play for the Wallabies. No, but yeah, totally. for the amount of meat, it was the most fa- it's one of the most famous rugby yeah. union players we've ever had. Wasn't he the Bachelor? He was the Bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, like, that viral clip was, like, two, three minutes long. Mm. And I think it probably spanned 10 to 12 games, different, like, press conferences where yeah. he said a thing. Maybe more, maybe up to 20. But that's pretty good. That's, like, 20 little moments after a game where you're interviewed. It was like doing TikTok before the platform existed. Totally. Doing these short bites and exactly. knowing that the quantity of like him uh-huh. doing it over and over again would build up to something. And then after the first like five, the media people uh, interviewing him would have like gone to interview him even if he didn't have a particularly good game or whatever because they want the grabs. They want to go viral too. And so they'd kind of be – it would be in their interests to kind of like set you up for these. Yeah, they want So it, the yeah. first five would have been like tough. He's got to sneak them in. He's got to say them at the right time. Like, the, And then the rest are like, what do, you got, what do you got for us? <laughs> They're like, we'll do that again. I've heard, I've heard you say some <laughs> bloody crazy sayings. What have you got for us this week, Nick? <laughs> Honey Badger, take five minutes. Look at your notes. They're writing for <laughs> him. Yeah, I've got one you can use if you want. <laughs> bloody down the middle like a, like a lizard falling off a bloody uh, uh, freeway. There's one about a pineapple um, split open like a... Like a tropic, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like though mm. those and th- those are the, uh, the exact kind of phrases that I mean. Those little kind of 
ochrisms. Uh, I wonder when people are leaning into being really Aussie like that, is there, I feel like now there's like an awareness to that. I think uh-huh. now when I was growing up, like ochrism kind of stuff like that was associated with kind of like boomers, I feel like, like older people. I thought it was a bit naff. Yes. But then it seems to have in the last like 10 years, since we were like 20, I reckon, uh, become kind of like a bit cool in a kind of self-referential ironic way, a lot of these. Yeah, uh, but that would be, but I think a lot of things you would see this, it is kind of, you're right. It's a very interesting time because you see a big pushback against a lot of kind of like nationalism Mm. and like patriarchal behavior. Yet there Mm. is obviously an urge, especially young, young millennials, young man as well. Yeah. About what we kind of are because we're this weird country and like, yeah, you see with like, I always think like the Shuey thing is a perfect example. Yes. Or like people on Triple J, these like, you know, people, I mean, you know, that are probably not Ocker people. Oh, there's a lot of people pretending as well. Totally like doing this, this pretending thing yeah. about like we're smashing VBs and we're in the yeah. pool and we're having I a love the pub so much. Yeah, yeah, going to the pub. And it's like, I don't think, I mean, I feel like that is a, trying to not only relate to kind of whatever they think Australia is or middle class mm. Australia or what we do, but also a quest for something more for like being like, what do we have? <laughs> yeah. What honestly do we have that I mean, you can lean into? To some into? extent it is, if you want to be Australian, it is a very new culture. It is quite nice that we have these kind of little phrases even after a hundred years, 50 fucking years ago, like, or maybe, maybe 60. But if you watch like the news from the sixties and seventies, they sound English. They sound like English. everyone's got British accents. Yeah, and but shit. so in America, even like you watch hear clips from like early TV days, and you're like, mm, they're doing a British accent. Totally, well, not a British accent, but it's like that old New Yorky British. Totally, and I suppose some of it was just the style of specifically news broadcasters, totally. not the people on the the ground. But sometimes you see those vox pops from the fifties; they yeah. sound a bit British. So it's like a pretty recent culture. So I'm not saying it's necessarily bad. I think to some extent, people. To the extent people are pretending, I think it's fucking annoying, obviously, when you see kind of people who didn't grow up like that. Yeah. That links into, like, people trying to kind of pretend to be working class, Dude, which is and like the a classic thing. Yeah, the class thing. thing, trying to steal it back uh-huh. for cultural capital. But it's it's also, like, I don't know, a lot of our advertising now, like, I don't know, as a man, you're flicking through, the algorithm knows you're a man. It's a lot of, as Australian man... Ocarisms thrown at you every day or different Aussie guys being like, yeah, this I is Aussie, this is the Aussiest thing in the world. It's all... it, And then the people that you see doing it, whether they're like content creators or like comedians or whatever, or like rugby players, it seems like Honey Badger. He's a great example. It's like very deliberate and all a bit like, well, what do you... Do you actually talk like that? Like he's they're talking like, in a way that's a bit fake. Dude, he's also a perfect case study of this because he is playing rugby union, like arguably the most elitist yeah, it's a game. private school sport, Private basically. school game. So everyone that has, not everyone, but majority of people that played have come through the private school mm. ranks or have something to do with this weird university upper echelon world. Mm. And then he's there trying to become this like Australian mm. kind of like bush poet, but just yeah. recycling weird Whereas terms. Every rugby league interview. <laughs> They're like, just like, if you, you want to see Aussie, yeah, yeah. actually, you know. like, yeah, fuck, it was like, oh, sh- I shouldn't swear on TV. Hey, oh, no, we was good. Hey, boys are, boys are good. Well, that's <laughs> I'm kind good. Of... Hopefully next week's good. <laughs> it's just real good. Yeah, just happy with it. <laughs> real happy with it. I suppose that's kind of a genuine, uh, I suppose, yeah, I'm maybe just distinguishing between people who seem like they're being genuine. and But I feel like a lot of the people that you see, mainly in the media and stuff, I suppose, but even... 
I don't know, even online, like people's Instagrams and stuff that you kind of, I, I don't know exactly what I'm talking about. Little words, little no, uses dude, of I words. I know exactly what you're talking it's about. It's fucking weird that this kind of naff thing from when I was a kid, like felt like we were done with that. And in my mind, when I was growing up, I was like, America's cool. Like we're kind of, the Australianness of like leaning into that is a bit naff. But like I we're think, an international community. But I think you could trace it back like politically if you look at our, our change, like when we got rid of Bob Hawke, who was very popular, and then we moved to, like, Paul Keating, then John Howard, who are these, like, nerdy guys. And that kind of set the tone being, like, we want to be international. Yeah. We, like, open up the economy, like, very, like, neoliberal economic policies. And it wasn't this Australia. But now, ever since, like, I would say, like, post-Rudd, it's been this, like, real push to be, like, we're Australians, we're working, you know, and that's, like, and you look now... In you've the got politicians? The, or in the just, politicians, like, the politicians, but I think, I think that is reflective of the culture. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? Where it is okay. now, and I don't know I if it's because we, we as a country, we are craving some kind of identity. We definitely crave identity. And I think that is what we're putting... It. We don't have much to, like, tie into. Mm. So I think that is one of... It's like our weird, unique, boring little language traits that every country has their own. Totally. But it's also not uncommon, like, you see no, Americans to be proud of, talk I mean, about the way British people talk, for example, and they'll be like, I can't understand a word they're saying. Totally, but I don't think a lot of the time the British people are pretending in the same way. You know what it actually does remind me of is, like, Texas. But posh English people probably would. I don't th- oh, they're putting it on a little bit. Rich reckon- people love to pretend to be poor for cultural capital in rich countries. Totally. So they seem more down to earth. Totally. But then that's, all, that's a bit of a separate thing. They're definitely, definitely linked but I, I'm saying even, I reckon, non... So, like, in Australia, rich kids are pretending to be ochre, for sure. What, in even a lot in, of, like, high schools? Oh, yeah, probably, to some degree. It would start, like, in late teens and then into your 20s. Like, that's a yeah, phenomenon, right? Totally. Like, there's people, they pose, they make themselves kind of look like they're slumming in the inner city when really, you know, they're rich, they're from the The suburbs. mullet haircut. That'll be fine. Exactly. Great yeah. example. I mean, at our gig, we... Ran into oh, the goth. The, the, <laughs> all these goth, they look like little fucking ragamuffins, like lads. And we're like, where and you they're from? all from the Eastern Suburbs. Yeah. It's like, oh, right, yeah, okay, yeah, so yeah. that's Vol the look. Clues. right, yeah, okay. <laughs> and they're like, dude, love coming to the inner west, coming to these pubs, it's so sick. It's like, this is my fucking life, dude. Don't pop in for a little trip to see how the other half do it. Well, I mean... Steal all the good bits, you're like, I like totally. that haircut, that shirt's yeah. pretty cool. Also have the fantastic education. Yeah, yeah, so oh, where'd you go, Scots? Oh, yeah, 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 give me a puff of your vape, cunt. <laughs> Well, exactly. There's that. But I reckon as well, there's people who are, yeah, not rich, doing ochorisms in a knowing way. Not to signify anything about their class necessarily, but because we've become aware, basically, of what's interesting or funny about the Australian ochorisms. Yes. There's an awareness, there's a self-awareness around that now in the way that I didn't think there was growing up. When you see like 80s stuff where they're being Aussie. Maybe they fucking knew then too and it was oh, all a bit of a like a wink and a it joke doesn't then feel too. Like, it doesn't feel like it. But I no, totally know what you're talking about. And I, in the same way that I would say in the last, I don't know how long, short amount of time, like Eshe culture, which has been made fun of for mm. a long time now, you see people talking about it in the way that it is this unique culture to a certain part of Australia that mm. should not be, I don't know, celebrated, but at least be like understood as its own microculture. Mm that has its own kind of traits that is unique to Australia. And maybe on a broader scale, that's kind of what we're all doing. And maybe that's With our just... our unique, weird sayings and we're like... And maybe that's just what online kind of social media stuff does is you just see so much content quickly that the jokes update more quickly 
and then become self-referential more quickly. So you kind of realize if you're kind of dressed like a in an SA vibe or whatever, yeah. you see that kind of resonating with people. So you become you might just become aware of that, and then yeah. you start kind of leaning into those things more because you realize that's kind of what people are like know that's or what interested what in. Want. Whereas yeah, back in the day, like you just didn't have that fucking level well, of update dude, that's all true. the time about like. At least what like was in, in, or in terms of classifications and it's like labeling things as well because you wouldn't know like there's exactly I only know this thing talking about Eshe culture existing because I read an article in the Sydney Morning Herald about really? it. Do you know what I mean? So it's like <laughs> that's why like oh and I totally. listen to a podcast with Spaniard, you know, talking about it. So yes. like that's why because I guess because of like content and the way you yeah, consume yeah. things, you can classify things, hear opinions about it, label it, and then you go, Well, that's that thing that I and know about. Be reflective now. Of it quicker because yeah. that would have been. I mean, you read about it in old media, but I suppose old like, media on a new on a phone. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> smh.com.au. I, I stand corrected. Yep, yep, yep. Old but, media, but new as well. New totally. media in old form. I think also though, I reckon looking back, like when you see those old ads or whatever of like Aussies with a big moustache, like you yeah. know, during the cricket, I think they show a lot of like old like eighties, seventies. Australians, yeah. and you're like, fuck, look at that. That's, They're real people. That's, that's exactly living a lot. It's just so um, old school. But I feel like they were maybe joking a little bit then. They were kind of leaning into what they thought Australian was then. I but to I'm me, just talking about like, if you're talking about the 80s, it's like that whole, bo- that's different to the 60s. I don't think, I think they mm. were doing their own new thing. I don't think they were leaning into it. I 60s. think our idea of, of Australianisms is still very much based. I don't think it's past like the 70s. Like 60s Australia, I don't even know what the fuck we were doing. That was still very British, I think. Yeah, and then it became so this too. kind of more weird like barbecuing and like short shorts, mm. going to the beach, drinking beers or whatever it is. It's yeah. all very masculine as well, this idea oh, of Australia. Totally. Well. It's like there's not a lot yeah. um, for the feminine side of well, things. Maybe there will be in the future, but right now there's not. That's something that Esther, my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Tom, good to know we're not flirting. <laughs> She said about when she was travelling as she reckons that the Australian accent, I think I've said this before on this podcast, that that basically girls overseas like the Australian accent, generally speaking, because it's kind of masculine and like um, yep. a bit kind of ragamuffin-y. Totally. Of, you know, but quite masculine because it's, for whatever reason, feels a bit rough or something. Whereas the Australian accent on girls, because it's also rough, it's like not as good. Like the, right, the overseas so guys don't, don't like it. it as much. So maybe that's why we've leaned into the masculine. Just like internationally, it's like, sorry, the, the masculine one's working better. Yeah. <laughs> you guys need to get you a go, new you way of do speaking. Do your own thing, okay? Because <laughs> exactly. we're doing just fine over here. <laughs> that would be funny if all the Australian women in Australia just start like doing Their Spanish accent. accents. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like Spanish girls Spanish are Spanish so hot. They're yeah, hot yeah, as yeah. Hell. <laughs> They should. <laughs> I think so. I mean, borders are back open. You've yeah. got to redo something. All that I hope accents, it's a great time to kind of revamp your personality. So if all girls just start speaking Spanish. You could. Everyone had a bit of time in lockdown. They exactly. could have done it. Not, and sorry, I shouldn't say speaking Spanish. Speak no, Spanish accent. accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spanish, God, it would take years. They should, like, all our accents in Australia probably become more Australian as well during COVID. The borders oh have been God. shut. We've just been stuck here. Dude. Like, with no other point of, like, other people coming in or other people going other places mm. to, like, get it influenced. So it's just been us. Who knows how they sound now to how people. How can you measure that? I guess you could just have to listen to our podcast from when we started. Yeah. Oh, but this is that's anecdotal if it's just us. But I mean, on a grand scale, I reckon that that's a fucking cool study. I think it's you could get that published point. in smh.com.au. Dude, would I love reckon. to. Would what love was to. your relationship? I mean, this is all very serious. What was your relationship with the Australian accent growing up? 
I well, it wasn't until like I used to think it was neutral. I used to think it your was your accent. No, or my particular accent. Yeah, or I'll, the Australian I'll, accent in general. Well, yeah, but both though, because like I think some people would be like deliberately trying to make themselves less Australian. Some people would be leaning into it in a self-referential way, like I'm saying. Like, yeah, what was your? I remember, and this is a crazy memory, mm. but I remember my. Uh, slicing my forehead open and then trying to lick it and then putting frogs over my eyes. Oh my god, yeah, that is a, a bit off that topic. Is, that's a crazy memory. Um, no, I remember being not really thinking too much about the Australian accent, and then the guy that Ryan Fitzgerald went on Big Brother. Remember when Big Brother was like the biggest show? People used oh. to watch TV. He went on and he had like the most I, I Australian accent. went back and watched The Bum Dance by Sarah Marie uh, recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck is that? It made her famous, right? Oh, I, don't, I mean, it was a big thing. It's like, no one, if that was, that was that on TV thing? now, it would not make the Daily Mail the next day. Not even. I mean, it was barely a dance. She wasn't even really, she was just kind of, Stuck she only did it for like two seconds. Like it what? wasn't even like that a was big dance. Yeah, she was like, oh, a bit of a thing. It was like huge. <laughs> Totally, but, but sorry, this guy, I don't, who is this guy, what's his name? He's on Nova, Fitzy. Oh, Fitzy, yeah. oh, right. He's yeah. got like a very thick Australian accent. Gotcha. I remember hearing that being like, that's like real Australian. Yes. But up until that point, and I, then that, but up until that point, I felt like it was a very neutral, obviously misguided because I just hear it a lot. I thought you it mean was neutral a very neutral in Australia? No, in the terms of speaking English. Oh, just like internationally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You thought we were kind of like smack bang in the middle. But right if you next go to, to Southeast Asia, like uh, the radio stations all have like people with Australian accents doing their radio broadcast. Right. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you go to Singapore or Malaysia or whatever, they mm. all kind of follow. So you think we're default? Well, that's part of me does think we're default. I, you, I, you speak to anyone else that speaks English, mm. they will disagree with you 100%. But there's okay. part of me that does think that we are close to default. We're pretty close we're to default. We're kind of in between the way Americans do it. Totally. And, and, and the, Eng- the British do it. We just are America plus England. We are default. And it, there's different yes, levels of Ocker. Like I think a neutral Australian accent is pretty. But then with then class comes into it. Because what's like a neutral one? Yeah, but I, I think of myself as neutral. But then is that because, yeah, I grew up in a city? Yes. Uh, yeah, but I, this is the thing with like people like there's no different accent in Australia. Mm. I, I do, I just think there is. Like I think. Well, of course there is. But I think it's as opposed to geographically based, mm. like a lot of countries, I'd say it's more completely class thing. Mm. And maybe that is geographical. I don't know. And I saw you on TV the other day. Oh, yeah? Yeah, you were um, at Novak's rally in Melbourne <laughs> at the front of his hotel room. I was not. Just being like, let him out. He's got to play. I flip-flopped on that so hard. What's oh. your view? Are you pro? I was pro. I was pro. You're pro Novak. I was pro Novak because yeah. I was like, let the guy play. I want to watch it. And yeah. then I was like, I was like, it's a big government. I don't like our current government that yes. much. And okay. I was like... I was like, they're fucked up. It's a distraction. You thought they were doing it deliberately? No. Well, I thought they were doing it deliberately once they... It was very populous once they saw the outrage yes. by people, which is also their own doing from mismanagement of lockdowns and yes, whatever. Yes, totally. Um, and then also them creating this ideology of like, if you're not vaccinated, you should be shot in the head or yeah. the only good people in the world are vaccinated, which yeah. is not true. If you look globally, it's like whatever. But Pretty crazy. But then it's like he lied. And then instead of being mm. like... And then I'm just like, I don't have an opinion now. Except yeah. that it's like... Another reason that I am embarrassed to be an Australian. You still like, don't like the government, but then he... Which lie? The lie about... About having COVID. Because you reckon he just never had COVID. No, no, no. And he, Serbia He lied, lied about... Or someone in his group lied about him having COVID on the forms. He got a PCR test that said he had COVID. 
So I think the theory is that the Serbian government may have backed him and given him a false one, so he could say that he had the antibodies. See, I didn't know that because you know how he I had could be pro he Novak had, again. He had evidence that. of a positive PCR test, and then he did an interview. You know this? He did an interview with like a, a, a where in he got photos taken, yes, and with a journalist, an with old COVID. guy with well, he says he had COVID at that time. He didn't tell the journal or the uh, photographer that he had COVID yeah, yeah. this time. So that's like, he, which he apologised for. That's the right? bit where I'm like, well, that is... That's bad. That's not on. You can't do that. People say that he might have known when he was with kids the day before, he, some event with kids, oh. which and that would be bad too. But then I've heard other people say that, yeah, it's, it was all just an excuse. That's why he was doing these events. He just never had COVID. He's and like... the PCR test was faked by... Because, like, Serbia, I don't know, Serbia country, see, like, cool. surely he's mates with the people that run Serbia. Can you imagine if, if Nick Kyrgios didn't get let in to play Wimbledon, mm. would you be on the streets in Australia being like, <laughs> let him in? I like the Serbians. I think they're cool. They're I, backing their guy. Totally. I would not be on the streets. Oh, but if I lived in England, maybe I would. You go out. I mean, you love Nick a lot. Yeah, I do, and it would be funny. I would not have the intensity of some of the Serbian protesters that I have witnessed. So, where's so? What's your position now that you're against him? I think similar to you, I was pro because I thought, man, it was too intense as well. That's the other thing. It's like the the goalposts changed because originally it was about this form, right? It was like he lied on the form. He Mm. accidentally said that he didn't go to Spain. Yep. You know, you have to fill in like what countries you've been to. Yeah, be confusing. I never fucking... This bloke's got a private jet. <laughs> exactly. How does he know where it's <laughs> touched down? He doesn't even ask what country. He just gets totally. out. He doesn't have to go to the airport. He hits the ball and gets back in. Yeah. Give the guy a break. <laughs> you know, he speaks, I think I told you this, he speaks like 10 languages. Yeah, that's fucking That's got to be enough, another reason to I don't know if I in. believe that because I feel like that's like when people go, you'd hate this because you're mm. quite good at guitar. Yeah. I don't know if you ever encountered this, particularly as a teenager. People would be like, yeah, I play 12 instruments. And you'd oh, be like, yeah. how well? you do. How well? You know what I mean? Yeah, you can probably play a few chords on guitar. You can play the fucking recorder. You've thrown that in there. You know what I mean? I don't believe anyone when they say they can play. Well, it's like, it's like yeah, I do comedy when people are like, yeah, I've done stand-up mm. comedy. And I'm like, unless I just don't believe them ever because mm. I know. And it's the same with music all the time. I'm like, nah, I don't, I don't believe you. Until I see you play, I don't believe you. <laughs> exactly. And I'm like that with the, the talking but it started out as being about the forms and him lying on the form i think the lying of if you go to an event when you know you have covid that's bad then that's and bad. i think that's bad everywhere around the world that's not bad around the world everyone agrees with that it's also bad to have forged which other people have accused him of forging the pcr like if he just never had covid and he's lied about that did he just get a red pen and draw the line on the rabbit? <laughs> <laughs> maybe you could you could it's so easy to do just yeah. like hey look at that you'd be like yeah, all right. Come or on even in. just edit a text because, yeah, the PCR is the one. But, like, if Serbia is the same as us, it's just, like, you receive a text, just get your mate to text you, change that to Serbian Department of Health. Dude, you're fine. Done. So maybe he did that. That would be bad too. But, yeah, and I, I suppose I was, like, happy to have that argument. I'm like, yeah, you, if you come to a country, you need to kind of, like, accord with all the, the rules of applying to get in. Yes. Of, but yes. then it became about... I have a counterpoint to that, though, that I'll get to after. You know, now, though, the, I mean, that latest court case was about whether he is going to, like, basically uh, make worse anti-vax sentiment in Australia. Well, that's so what the immigration minister said. It's the public interest. But it's all just... He's now being the good used. order of Australia. Yeah, and what a fucking like, crock of shit. But it's all complete. It. They had no choice in the situation they were in. Because it then got even more confusing... 
And then so the majority of Australians just were like, well, he's not vaccinated. I don't want a bar of it. And then it became mm. like this, you're not better than us, especially Melbourneites. Yeah. Like they kind of had... But he is. Political, he's fantastic Which is my point. Yeah. Like the government felt like they had no choice. They created the whole mess. Yes. But like they're very populist. Morrison's had a, a hu- number of huge L's at the moment. Mm. He can't let it get any worse. So they had to keep... They had no real choice politically but to kick him out. I get that. From what? The, once they'd... Once they realised that there was so much anger... Okay. Towards him you coming reckon. in because, because I think he would have in. come in and no one would have said anything. Then but why then, did they do that originally? Because then the AFP picked that them was up, and the I airport. reckon that was yeah. pressure from the government being like, "Oh, hang on, we might need to look into this." And then they found stuff as yeah, well. Yeah, okay. Do you know the other thing I've heard is that apparently Austra- the ATP, I think, the Australian Tennis Organization, whatever they're fucking ATP called, is the World Tour. Okay, the Tennis ATO, Australia. Tennis Australia, TA, yeah, TA, yeah, TA, yeah, or AO, AO is the Australian Open. Yeah, okay, no, maybe the T. T A Tennis T-A-O. Australia T A Tennis Australia Open yeah probably they <laughs> sure. do run the Australian Open there we go them apparently play a, played a part in this because they promised Novak to just fucking yeah get it together like whatever it'll be fine but uh, yeah and then it wasn't it was <laughs> so really he would be pretty fine. pissed at them dude it's so it's cl- like someone texting you like yeah 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 Everyone's like the details we'll figure it out when yeah, you get yeah, here yeah, and, then just he, get here. <laughs> and then he get here yeah, and it's yeah. like get in prison dude, you fucking asshole dude he said you could come to the party it's fine just mm. get here here's the address <laughs> exactly. just turn up it you will be fine there. you're in you a headlock they give you a <laughs> who the fuck are you who the fuck said you could come <laughs> Tom I fucking hate that guy <laughs> what you said you were a big deal. You said you're Tennis Australia. You kind of ran this Are you town. fucking not back? I'll fucking uh, kill you, dude. I don't really have any power. I'm just like I organise tennis tournaments that I really yeah, get people in That's the other thing. It's like, like he got a certificate from Tennis Australia. It's like I am in an mate. amateur squash club. It's like I could give him a fucking certificate saying he can come in. Exactly. But the point that people do seem to, when they're like, there shouldn't be any special exemptions for a tennis player. Mm. I'm like, why not? This, oh. this guy's so good at tennis and whoever wins this year won't. Feel as good because no, Novak's totally. not playing. And guess what? One of the big international fucking tournaments that Australia gets the pleasure to be involved in is the, the Australian, Australian Open. Is unreal. It's one of four Grand Slams. Yeah. We have it presumably because in the fucking fifties or forties or whatever, Australia was one of the be- best tennis nations in the yeah. world. We're not anymore. Ages, we still have one of the four big tournaments. It's crazy. If you ban the number one guy for three years now, potentially he they won't be able to come back. It. Surely they'll let him come back. Oh. But still, they could fucking take the Open office. If you're the I Australian- saw that in the paper. Not to be like I, all I do is read the paper, mm. but it's like they will. Someone was like this sports writer was like this might not be a grand slam anymore. After that's what I mean. That's what I was concerned about. I'm like we're not fucking hanging on a thread necessarily. The Australian Open's a good event, but if we're banning the top guy for three years, it's but like well. Mm. Also, can I say that it's like Australia, Sydney, and Melbourne in particular have some of the worst COVID in the world. Right now. What do you mean? Like in terms of our COVID rate per population, the amount of really? COVID we have floating around in oh, our, Yeah, it's like right. it's and it's like the increase we're doing this remotely. Yeah. <laughs> well no, it's not illegal for us to be doing this. No, I know. In the same room. But why are we then caring about this guy? Coming in when oh, there's yeah, totally. so much COVID already no, floating well, around. So that's, I suppose that was the first. The first thing was it's like it would be bad for health or whatever. Yes. and that's just stupid, Which as is you say, un- because ridiculous. we've got too much. So anyone who wants to kick him out on that basis is a fucking idiot. And like, what are we worried about him getting it? Because he's like a, he's a, an athlete. He's like the best, totally. the best shape of anyone. Yeah, like if he'll we, be even fine. if he does get it, Omicron, he's fine. He's fine. The second reason was lying on the forms. That one, I'm like, okay, if you lied a lot on the forms, yes, fine. I was like. On the fence of kicking him out over that. Third reason, threat to fucking good order in yeah. Australia. Like, get real. That's crazy. Well, I but mean, that's not what the court considered. They considered whether that was so illogical to 
to conclude that you'd have to override the minister's decision. Whereas, but could so, the court override the decision? Yeah, but only if the fucking decision is so crazy. You know what I mean? The minister has so much power. The, so that's what it comes down to. The minister like, can just unbelievable amount of power. I remember when we were in year twelve, the, the immigration minister banned Snoop Dogg. Do you remember this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember <laughs> being like, so a lot of people being like, I didn't know the immigration minister had this much power. I'm like, I fucking do. I remember when Snoop, Snoop Dogg was Dogg. banned for the same reason. Because he had like a criminal history because he got done with gun charges or whatever in America. Well, it's that like, happened to Mike Tyson. Off. He got banned. I think he was coming to do a speaking tour, mm. and they didn't let him in. Yeah, because well, he you... went to prison for raping someone. Yeah, well, that's that's worse. Well, that's worse. Snoop Dogg. Yeah, few gun charges. But if whatever. you're Novak, do you Famous come back? Musician. Do you Fantastic. come back to Australia? And has this hurt Australia's reputation internationally? I saw we a few like... CNN articles which did the timeline and made Novak look like an asshole because he has clearly either lied about having COVID. Or he's gone to events knowing he has COVID and not fucking told anyone. CNN. Fox News, I think, would say Australia's crazy. I feel like we do come off more as authoritarian fucking nutcases in America. And to the extent that, like, UK people already think we're some fucking isolationist backwater, they think that more now because this kind of reflects that as well. Yeah, I just think... We can bounce back from it, but we need to like mm. really, really need to start being cool, more cool about COVID <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> quickly. Like, because it's so bad yeah. in Australia now, and it does feel it's cool that we're vaxxed. I do agree that it's so cool yeah. that we have this high vax percentage. Totally. But and we needed to be like, if you don't get vaxxed, you're crazy mm. to get a high vax. But it's like now, it's like, come on, we're yeah. all in it. We're, half of us have all had it. It's so fucking arbitrary as well. I mean, people were saying early on, lots like, what about obesity? What about other kind of like things that are, are more likely to to lead to your demise or you having health issues? Like not being vaxxed might, if you measured it and you yeah. had all the information, probably does increase your likelihood of dying or having like a long COVID or some sort of issue by. 10% or something like that. And that would be very significant if that was the case. Yeah. 10 might not sound like much, but that's a lot. But like other things do as well. We're not going to fucking let Lizzo in. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because she might lead to people thinking it's more okay to be obese, which will lead to... That would be riots on the street. <laughs> people are rioting because they're not letting Lizzo in because she's a big girl. <laughs> she's going to lead to... What, what is anti-vax sentiment? What is the problem with that? The problem is that it will lead to people having less vaccinations, mm. which will lead to more adverse uh, health outcomes. Yes. In the same way that if someone came here, you know, saying that like a new type of like machine to work out on was a great thing to do kind of sales yes. around Australia. If that wasn't the perfect way to work out, then that, if it got popular, could lead to a similar kind of bad health come, uh, outcome. Yeah, but I know that obviously vaccinations are like a very good thing, but it's it's incremental actually totally. what the effect would be because we're not talking about Novak Djokovic wouldn't change everyone's mind. Well, the I, would, argument, like, I would argue he will now stoke the fire for the more for the anti-vax movement now because now he's totally. a bit of a martyr. So you would argue that if you let him in and it was all done quite quietly, mm. people aren't going to notice or care that much because there are like whatever. It's like he's unvaccinated. Mm. You can come to Australia if you're unvaccinated. Totally. But you've had it recently or whatever the rules are. Mm. But now it's like he's like people, totally. like the anti-vax movement, people already on the fence, whatever, are going to be like, well, fuck this, we're being persecuted. That's what they said in the in the court case, but I suppose they didn't accept it. Maybe this should have been the solution. Maybe they should have let him in, but they just put a bit of metal in his shoes. I don't hate that. And pa- 
like basically make him play a bit shitter. So then he's like less of a hero. So I he's like anti-vax, give, but like we. I think he's allowed to play, but he we give him COVID. So <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he has to play with COVID. Okay, playing with COVID yeah, if yeah, it's yeah. not a big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He plays with COVID and he's got to do a five set match. That's pretty good. I feel like also or like the third set he gets injected with COVID, <laughs> and it's like he's got two more sets. Tie to break. Go. <laughs> or yeah, maybe the player that he's playing can you know they get three Hawkeye challenges. And yeah. they get one COVID injection. One COVID injection. <laughs> Dude, that should you be a call rule. call upon at any point. Across the... That's how you would get them all vaccinated, all these tennis players. Mm-hmm. Be like, by the way, there's a new rule. Yeah, you can get Hawkeye, but also <laughs> we, you will get a shot of COVID. So if you're vaccinated, it'll help you a bit more. Ratings, not bad. I've seen a similar um, cop video where a cop comes over to, like during Black Lives Matter or whatever, yeah. comes over to another cop and you're watching this through the cop that's being talked to's body cam. And then the cop talking to this guy with the body cam on is like, oh, mate, it was so good. I was like, I was in the car and, and I turned to the corner and there were a bunch there and I just fucking rammed no. them. I just rammed them. It was crazy, man. So satisfying. Yes. And the guy's like, the guy's like, what? And the of guy's course. just <laughs> making silent gestures. The guy's like, what are you talking? And then you just hear the guy whisper, it's on. It's on. And the guy's like, oh, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I didn't hit anyone. <laughs> I mean, no, it was good in the sense of, like, I mean, it was awesome because everyone got out of the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it sick because like no casualties. So nice how safe everyone was during the whole incident. It's like, dude, yeah, I would never, like, uh, yeah, try to hurt. I would never take pride yeah. in, like, hurting someone. Mm-hmm. I just love keeping people safe. Have it's I, awesome. Have I told I you uh, um, about my new character, the the violent guy who lies? Because that was me um, actually premiering that character. He's I do improv, not on police time, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but I'm just taking my break right now. And this is, yeah, my character is like, yeah, the, the bad cop. I was playing the bad cop because there are some and we need to flush them out. And you're the good cop. You're the good cop. That's why you're wearing... down the barrel recording. of the... <laughs> Thing. Like, you actually owe me money for watching this performance. This has been uh, my first improv class. He looks into the camera and he goes, and scene. <laughs> Done. Okay, now back to normal. It was very scary out there, but I saved a lot of lives. And I did my job in accordance with the manuals. Uh, you have been subject to a scheme. Oh, I'm involved with the police at the moment. <laughs> the men there... Did I tell you this? So I got a speeding fine the other day. Oh, right. And this guy... Well, not even a guy. It just said overdue. And I was like, that's weird. And it was from the 22nd of September. Mm. And that's in the middle of lockdown. And it said I was in West Parramatta going mm. 140K. So I go look at the photo. It's like a big U, not my number plate. And I was like, what's happened here? Ring service in New South Wales. And this man, and she gave me his name and the company he works for, right. has just nominated me as the driver. <laughs> and I was like, how does this happen? I nominate you. Yeah. And she goes... <laughs> Well, I'll nominate you back, she, cunt. She, Fuck yeah, you. What's that's what I did. I said, well, I reckon it was him. <laughs> so I filled out a form saying it was me. I do not accept the nomination. Is that what it all Dude, it because I thought, exactly. So I said, do I not have to approve the nom? No, she just goes, you just write down the person who did it and then they get the fine. I was like, there needs to be a better system. I've never met this guy before in my life. So where I'm with it at the moment, is so I have the company. It's called Southern Cross Group. Okay. That's the company this guy works for. Hang on, so he's doing this on the company time. It's a company car. And I said to the lady, I said, I don't work for this company. Like it's a traffic controlling company. Like they do traffic control. Control your own traffic, mate. He's a traffic controller. He's putting out cones telling us how to behave. 
But it's obviously a racket. He's oh, it must have done it before. Yeah. And then, but what did he have to give? How did he know, even know your name? Well, she reckons someone's got my identity, which is not good. Interesting. So I think I'm going to have to cancel Or he's just seen you at a show? <laughs> On a lineup? No, but he had my license number. Oh, She read it shit. out to me. Okay, that's, dude, that's not good. Because that's the only way that you can put. So he okay. put my name and license number, and that's all. You, that is all you need. Okay, so that's kind of a good way to check then. That, that's them checking that you're a bit legit because you need to know someone's license number to to appoint them or and, nominate them. And so she so goes, "Do you work for this nominate. company?" Mm. And I said, "No." And she goes, "Are you sure?" <laughs> so I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'd know." Um. Anyway, so then I have to fill out this form, and I'm mm. like typing it in. But I'm I might I think tomorrow I'm going to ring the company. Yeah, do and it. Just say, hey, what's that? What's going on? I yeah, don't work yeah, for yeah. you guys. I've been nominated, speeding, <laughs> and I appreciate the nomination. And it's like, yeah, I mean, it's nice to be thought of, but maybe this is not the time. You know, maybe this is not for me. But in the thing, I wrote maybe at another time in my life. I, I wrote like back it. the sassiest thing. I wrote back, I am a, um, I am a performer and a writer. I have never worked in the traffic control industry <laughs> or the trade services industry at any point. What makes you think I would be driving this car with the traffic cones in the back? <laughs> you can see the cones. Yeah, the, the cones are in the back in the picture. The only traffic I'm directing is to my YouTube videos at www. And then you put a few That'll links good. to your bits. Yeah, and the guy watches it and he's like, he's great. But it's also $140 is the fine. Okay. I'm so it's happy. It's going 140 no, he was doing 10 Ks over, so okay. it's $140 is the fine. Gotcha. 120 but it's gone up to 140 because I haven't paid it yet. <laughs> but um, I'm I'm hoping... Mm. I we should at least I pay the extra in. 20 for the for the late fee because you haven't paid it. It's been no, with no, no, you no. for a while. Yeah, yeah, that is true. That is on me. <laughs> you are, yeah. He comes back and he's like, well, you owe the mate, 20. Come, come on. on. Mate, I gave you an opportunity. <laughs> exactly. It was in your court, you know what I mean? I'm like, that is fair. I can't argue with yeah. that at all. Um, but I'm I'm willing to go to court. <laughs> For 140 bucks, me representing myself in court. Totally. Absolutely. Dude, I mean, of course you're willing to go to court. It's an open and shut case. There's a photo of the guy. <laughs> <laughs> You've never worked for them before. You've got absolutely no relationship with them. It's, it's like I would love to go to court. Yeah. I want to then be so I, I was a bit I want to be a bit aloof when they contact me. Yeah. And be like, yeah, go well, on. I was in Parramatta that day. So they take me to court. Okay. They would throw it out before I get there. Yes. But I would love to put on a suit and read mm-hmm. like a monologue from a famous movie or something. <laughs> You're gonna in the lose. courtroom you're gonna and have, I lose you're gonna lose you're gonna have to pay like his lawyer's costs and stuff imagine for a thousand dollars the lawyer gag. winning that case with like the guy comes to me he's like I need a lawyer I've nominated a guy falsely stolen mm. his details I was speeding so it's like I'm in a bad one the guy's like yeah whatever I'll take the case yes and he goes yeah it's not gonna be good you're gonna have to pay a court fee you're gonna have to pay losses you might get a big fine for lying as yeah, well yeah yeah and then he comes out and he's won because I <laughs> read the, the court scene from Kramer vs Kramer look we got lucky <laughs> turns out the guy randomly is a comedian he thought it'd be funny to read a speech by Al Pacino yeah he was also wearing like <laughs> Like a suit with a bow tie. Yeah, exactly. There's not even a jury. Yeah, this like is a very administrative. Just there's in like a one judge room. <laughs> in a room. The judge didn't think it was funny. He kept saying, where's the sketch artist? <laughs> that helped us a lot. Yeah, exactly. There's no it's sketch like this artist. guy wanted to become a martyr. He wanted to be in the paper. There was no media scrum. He was so upset. A podcast has changed my life. That's lovely to meet you. Yes, nice to be back. Come on, sit down. Tuck in. 